We're back. Get your Claritin clear. Get your Zyrtec. Happy Monday. Allergy season is upon us. For those of you who know, praying for you. For those of you who don't know. Still praying for you. Still praying for you, but. <laughs> You're lucky. <laughs> it is certain. It is, I wouldn't mind if you stepped on a Lego in the next couple of days. <laughs> but you don't know the pain we go through. You stepped on a Lego. That's like the worst torment ever. It is. Well, probably not the worst. You ever think about, I mean, you can read scripture and find it, but like what hell would be like? There was a, I Stepping on a Lego made me think of hell. <laughs> so, gosh. <laughs> That's where that came from. Um, hey, this Feed the Sheep, y'all. Right. Cam, Cam and Ross were here. <laughs> Probably our <clears throat> best intro yet. <laughs> um, yeah, stepping on a Lego made me think of hell. But it's like... We talk about torment. Okay, so he, there's the story of rich man Lazarus in Scripture, Luke 16. And basically, you got this rich man, has everything, needs nothing, you know, has it all, is super successful, and you know he's super wealthy because they didn't have napkins back then. So, like, if your hand and they ate with their hands, like they didn't have silverware either. So like they ate with their hands. And basically what you would do is after you're done eating, you wouldn't necessarily wash up. You would just wipe your hands on these loaves of bread. Like that was essentially the napkin. They didn't, but they wouldn't eat it. They would just throw it out. So this is, this is basically what this rich man did. This was his life. And there's two Lazaruses in, 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 uh, in the Gospels, and this one was poor. He he was a beggar. He sat at the gate of the rich man's home. Um, didn't have anything. He had sores and 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 cuts and bruises and 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 everything all over his body. Like begging for food. Like he would he would go to try to eat those the bread that the rich man would throw out with with his you know gross grubby hands that he wiped on it but he's desperate essentially and dogs would come up and like lick his sores and all this stuff but what this where the story goes and jesus is basically telling the story and 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 he says well you know both both the rich man and lazarus die and rich man goes to uh well, they both go to Hades, but in Hades, you have the side of torment, and then you got the side of goodness, which basically they say, depending on the translation you read, it's like, you know, Abraham's bosom, but otherwise known as like his side, uh, you know. So the rich man, go, he falls in the side of torment, and Lazarus is at the side of Abraham. So the side of torment is like, I mean, it's evil. Like, it, it it's basically hell, okay? I mean, that's what it is. And there's this great chasm between them. And the rich man's like begging, essentially, like, hey, can you send Lazarus like 
to come like dip his finger in water and cool my tongue. Like this is like I'm in such agony. And then he's like, Abraham's like, no, basically, like I can't come to you and you can't come to me. There's this great chasm between us. And that's because of, you know, what you did essentially, like how you lived your life. You didn't have a relationship with Jesus type type deal. You didn't believe in God, like all this stuff. And you don't see that in the text, but essentially that's what he's saying. And um, and then and then he begs Abraham to send Lazarus back to earth to warn his brothers. And because he doesn't want them to be where he is, which is crazy because, okay, so you think of like, you're in a terrible place. You don't want to be in that place alone. Mm-hmm. So that goes to s- express the 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 amount of torment, how much agony it really is there because he didn't even want company. Like, he's like, I don't want them to suffer this with me. Like, I, I like, he just kind of owned it. He's like, you know, this is, this is mine to deal with, but I don't want that for my family. Abraham basically is like, yeah, I can't do that. But I'm just like, it's kind of crazy. Do you think about it? Um, so many people, I don't think they fully understand heaven and hell. And obviously, like, we're on earth. Like, we don't necessarily, we don't necessarily know what heaven's like fully. I don't think we will until we get there. We read the text and it'll, it'll, you know, say things about both. But, like, you never really are going to fully understand it until you get there. But I think people just go about their life and they're like, yeah, I'll go to hell. But it's not like. Like this is as here on earth, we are as we are the furthest from heaven that we'll ever be if we have a relationship with Jesus and we place our faith in him and call on him as Lord and Savior. Whereas the opposite side, the closest that other people will be to heaven is here on earth. And they're miserable here. <laughs> they think like it's just gonna be fun and games. Was it, um, was it the, like, well, so, like, the one thing, like, about how, how, like, obviously we talk about heaven and hell is, like, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. Like, sort of like, uh, what was that, the Lord's Prayer, right? The Lord's Prayer. Yeah. And so, like, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So, like, heaven essentially is, like, something, like, I, I, I have read across, but, like, not really studied it, like, is, like, answering the question for viewers is, like, I'm answering the question because this is a question that I've had and I still have is like heaven coming. Is, is Lord coming to make a new heaven, a new earth? Is that what's going to happen? Yes. Yes. It's new, so new heaven, new earth. Yes. And then because here is. When he returns. Yes. And then because like this will be the, like and then people will be left here. They'll scrap it. Yeah. Basically the scrapyard, right? Essentially. But the people that don't go with them go to hell. You know what else is? I like something that's crazy to me is how in Revelation it talks about the one world power. Right? The one world power. Yes. It is it there's isn't that what China and Russia are trying to do? Yes. 
in isn't the Euphrates River drying up as we speak? Yes. Isn't that in Revelations as well? <laughs> yeah. Like that's not a coincidence. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like people think they got so much time to live their life and maybe they'll come back to the Lord or for the first time ever. And honestly, I'm not even speaking for unbelievers. I'm speaking for believers. They think they got so much time to share the gospel, share the good news with these people. They're like, oh, you know, time will prevent itself. I have no evidence for this, but I I really believe that Jesus is going to come back before I die. Right. Before I die, like, an earthly death. Yeah, that makes sense. And I, I think either way, whether we... Like I said, like whether like you're like, I think he's going to come back or whether you think of like, well, maybe it's the next generation. Either way, that does it. That should yeah. not stop the mission yeah. of the spread of the gospel. <laughs> that, 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 that should, if you think he's coming back tomorrow, go tell everyone. If you think he's coming back when your grandkids are here, well, or your, when your great-grandkids are here, well, you better tell someone and, and tell someone else because hopefully your grandkids will find out and you better nourish up your, your kids and then your kids' kids so that way they can... Tell them about. So, yeah, I think there was a post that I had that stirred the pot. If you guys don't know, Ross loves stirring the the pot. <laughs> he loves like I'm. <laughs> I do enjoy stirring it. the pot. Is his is his thing. He's unapologetically Christian, which is what we all should strive for. Ross sets Amen. the bar for that. Absolutely. Uh, no. So I had a post that stirred the pot, and it turned into a. I was replying to every single person. You go read those comments, bro. It takes it took like it took me about it took six hours of my of my time that I'll never get back just sitting and responding to people's stupid comments. Because it was all honestly, it's all ignorance. Like a lot of these people just don't know better. They're so infatuated by culture and being accepted by man that they just totally rebuke God and they mock God and they, they joke about God. And like there's this girl that commented on it basically and said, um, she, she, she's in a, she's in a, uh, uh, lesbian relationship. She's married to a woman and, and she said something along the lines of, well, when I die, I'll be dancing in hell with my bride or something. Something stupid. And I'm like, well, she's not exactly wrong in this, like, because she had flat out admitted, like, she, she doesn't believe in God. But how, So she doesn't believe in God. So that's the thing. You don't believe in God, but then again, you say, I'll be dancing in. Okay, that's my point. That's why I said something stupid. Right. So I'm like, okay. Yes, you sit flat out saying you don't believe in God. And now I still pray for this person because I'm not just like, I'm not going to sit by and be like, oh, yeah, the enemy won. Like, I still pray. Like, I believe like they they could still be redeemed and, and they can still come to know the Lord fully and completely. But what she said was not exactly wrong. Like, she will be in hell. By not placing her faith in Christ Jesus and by living a life of sin, living in sin. And, but 
I, I say this because I'm like, the way she said dancing and hell, like, you ain't going to be dancing. Like, you're not, it's not going to be, like, she just made it seem like it's just going to be a vacation. And I was like, so I shifted my, my discussion to be like, instead of kind of saying, hey, like, you know, Jesus wants a relationship with you. Like, I kind of like had to educate on like what hell is going to be like. And I don't fully know just except for what the scriptures say. So I'm like, it's going to be torment. Like, you're going to be in agony for eternity. And I don't want that for you. Like, I'm not saying it to scare you, and I'm not talking about it right now to just scare anybody that's listening, but I think we have to get a real understanding and representation of what hell is, is like and what heaven is like. Like, we, it, we have to get into the word of God. Like, if we, if we aren't getting into the word, what are we doing? Like, when we come to the word, we're basically coming to Jesus. We're, we're learning more about him learning about God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy spirit. We're we're learning about all these people who, who walked next to him, walked with him. Like, I mean, we can learn about, you you talked about all these prophecies that are being fulfilled that let's read revelation. (laughs) Like there are a lot of, I don't want to do that. (laughs) No, that's the thing. It's like you do, but like, yeah, but I'm just saying like, be humbled. So, Oh, the conspiracy with that. Oh, that's just a coincidence. Oh, it's like, yeah, there's no such thing as coincidence. That, that's it. That like, that, there's no way like that. That stuff baffles me. It's a one world order where there's actually there's a name for it. Um, I was at a uh, conference last July, and I saw. It was called, man, what is it called? Now I got to look. Oh, I didn't write it down because he was talking too fast. Shoot. Oh, wait. Maybe I did. You said, what was this for again? What was it? It was a conference. Okay. And, ah, crap. I don't know. Oh, well. Um, I'll have to come back to it. But basically, it's, it's a, oh, unipolar. Oh, man, I got it. Unipolar and multipolar. And there's the stats, basically, on, like, society, economy, culture, and faith based on if it's a multipolar or unipolar, um, like essentially talking one world order. And there's all these stats that go with it. It was absolutely so incredibly remarkable. Mm. And I was like, uh, this is legit. Like I was all for it. It's almost like it's adding up. Yeah. Well, the, the topic of this one was um, how, to, how to prevent societal collapse. And I was like, this is going to be a terrible one. Like, I want to fall asleep. But I got in there, bro, I was fired up yep. when I walked out of there. I would not shut up about mm-hmm. societal collapse for, mm-hmm. like, two weeks straight. So, like, as someone, like, who's listening, what is, what is, what was the, like, societal collapse? Like, what, 
Oh, buddy! Like just so, like, give us a little sprinkle. Like I'm, I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing like the like the listener because I'm also listening. Because like I said, we Ross and I, we don't talk about this stuff. Like we just <laughs> well, <laughs> we're just here having a conversation. So saddle collapse is actually kind of cool. Not that we want it to happen, right? But we've seen societal collapse times before in the past. Um, we see it with fall of Great Britain, uh, fall of Great Britain, like. Any great wars, we see it, and it goes from when it's a unipolar, one world order type feel, when it's a like one country is like the leader, and you see where where the fall comes. And we are on the brink. The the guy he estimated, unless something changes, that by twenty twenty five there will be societal collapse. Which essentially, I mean, you could see it, it with like the economies like gonna crash, like people like civil war, um, great like world war, like whatever it may be. When you see countries all around, bro, they're they're strengthening their troops. They're just waiting for something. More than like most of them are waiting for something from the U.S. to fall about for them to step in and be like, all right, we're gonna kill y'all. And that's exactly you said it like Russia, China, like that's, I mean, basically what they're doing. We have a weak uh, administration right now in the sense of, you know, uh, what's happened with Ukraine. Like that could have been stopped. It could have been, could have been prevented. But our administration right now is weak. And then China's looking at it and they're like, oh, we're going to go do this to Thailand. Like it's only a matter of time. Because they say, oh, the U.S. ain't going to do anything about it. And we should, 100%. But we don't because we're weak. And they see that administration and the leader as the whole country's weak now. Which, personally, I think the whole country is weak because everybody's soft. And they get offended by everything. But there's a book called The Bait of Satan by John Bevere. Really good book. If you haven't read it, this would be something to read. Basically, it talks about how offense is the bait of Satan. And this Satan uses offense so often and so much, so in such great ways, just to tear churches apart, tear communities apart. Tear. I mean, that tears everything apart. It does. Like, I used to be... So, like, just for me, like, you know, like, if you know as a younger sibling or cousin, like, you got tortured by your older, whatever, your older brothers, sisters, cousins. And I used to get so defensive over everything. And I know it's a battle from Satan because I find myself, like, catching myself before I did get, before I usually would say something I was going to say or, like, Mm -hmm. or acknowledging how I'm feeling. I'm like, why is this bothering me as much as it is? Like, because the only time I feel offense, like, is when I'm, like, offensive or, like, some I take something offensive, it's when it's towards, like, my personal desire where it's, like, they just insulted me, something just happened. But, like, I didn't even take a chance to read the room or read the situation as it is because I'm just wanting to jump in to be, like, well, me, which is what we see it today, is, like, it doesn't matter. It affected me. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It affected me. The woe is me mentality. Yeah. So that's like, because I find myself all the time. Like sometimes I'm super easy to joke with. 
some days, like if I'm on edge, I, you can't joke with me at all. Like you can't joke with me at all because I'll just snap. I'll become super offended. I'm like, why am I? I'll, and I'll look back and be like, why am I so offensive? Like, why am I looking back and like freaking out? Like that you, I'm really so glad you said that. Cause I like, all right, slow to anger. So to well, speak, just think about all these things. That's so funny. I need to be. It's funny. Cause I'm usually on the other side of things. Right. Like I'm usually the one that offends people. Yeah. Because I just say things that are factually true and I don't care. Sounds bad, but I genuinely, I generally don't think about how it'll make somebody feel because for me, I'm like, I don't care how it makes you feel because it's true. Like just because you don't believe in God doesn't mean God doesn't exist. Just because you believe that this is right under the eyes of God doesn't mean that it is like there's only one truth in this world. That is the truth of, of the one true living God, King Jesus, who had used multiple men to write a book, 66 books, essentially comprised into one, the Bible, but it's all God breathed. It's all God inspired. So that is the one truth that we should go off of. And when you go directly against it, and that is the one truth, I, I don't care. If I, if I need to call you out on, on something stupid you're doing or saying or whatever, I don't care. I'll do it because I just know, like, it's going to offend people. But I know that when the offense comes, I can just say, hey, I understand you're offended. But did you ever recognize that offense is the bait of Satan? And he's going to use that to try to take and you away does. and tear you apart? From this situation? I'm evidence. I'm, I'm the stat. You got stat. offense. You got unforgiveness that stems from that. Yeah. You got, you know. I'm the stat. Trust me. I'm I'm literally, you know, we asked 100 people on Family Feud. I hate when they say that because I'm like, what 100 people did they ask? Dude, yeah, these seriously. Questions like, dude, like these answers are so dumb. <laughs> like, where are you asking these people? At? Or like, studies show. From where? What? what That's studies? me. I am. I am. I'm glad you just said that because I'm the study, literally. Statistically, like that just punched me in my face. Well, because I see so much of that happening like with me and I see I've seen it happening in the past. I've seen how much I've grown and I see when it tries to creep back in. Yeah. Because I become no, no, aware of it. 100%. 100%. 100%. I have a I have a family member who is victim mentality, which is it stems from offense. I mean, you take any unforgiveness, victim mentality, like whatever you name it more than likely it stems from offense in some way. So we got to keep in mind, like, and yes, like Kelsey humbles me because she's like, okay, there's grace in truth. Not like, I'm like, but like me, I'm just like, no, there's just truth. She's like, but there's grace in truth. And I'm like, okay, so I'll say it slower. <laughs> So whatever it is, is that grace? Because I don't know. Grace is not my strong suit. I, everybody knows it. Like I say it, it's not something I've just accepted. Like I try to work on it. And I'm just asking the Lord all the time, just Lord, you've given me so much grace. Help me to have grace and mercy on others um, instead of just looking at them as dumb. 
for doing something dumb. <laughs> and I know it sounds terrible, that's bro. So but true, like, that's so true, though. That's me. That's it. The truth hurts. That's so true. That's me, though. And I'm just like, I, I just, I don't want to ever be in a situation where somebody stands before God and they're like, why didn't Ross tell me about this? That's it. That's it. Like, people, like, I'm an atheist. I don't want to talk about it. Say, hey, you may be an atheist, but you were still created in the image of God, and Jesus still bore all your sins, shame, and everything else that you carry right now. He died on the cross to have victory over that. His blood was shed to have victory over that. And whatever it is that you're walking with, like, you can deny him, but he still did it for you. Right. And he just wants a relationship with you. I think another reason why there is a move in what, in what we see, like, along with the world, but, like, just people's, like, I've had to, like, delete social media for, like, weeks at a time. Like, just, like, yeah. weeks at a time, or I set timers now for, like, literally, like, I have, like, timers set on my phone for, like, 10 minutes. Like, I can't get on longer than 10 minutes or else it just, but all I'm seeing now is, yes, there's an algorithm, yes, we get it, they're listening, my phone's right beside me, they're hearing everything we say, hello, government, hello, whoever, like, I, that's okay, like, <laughs> okay, but... Now it's just like, I see a ton of these people are like, these people who are just like, debate, prove God's real, or like, prove God, like, you know, God is real, prove, like, here are these debates, like, here are live debates, and like, these are conversations that are good to have, but like, not in the sense of, I, I think there's like a, a manner in which you need to have them, uh, like, in the sense of mm -hmm. just like, deconstructing, deconstructing is what you were saying, is that, these people, I and I would listen on these debates and my stomach would just turn because it's so easy to deconstruct. It's easy to deconstruct everything, yeah, really. you could. You could if you just look at it from one lens That's and it. without context. I could literally deconstruct everything. Yeah. You give me anything, it's so easy to deconstruct. Like, we used to do that when we were little. That's what we do as kids. Just to annoy your friend, get under your skin. That's true. Oh, your mom didn't pack that lunch. <laughs> yeah, no, no, she didn't. No, she didn't. Nope. No, she didn't. No, she didn't. She didn't do it. But yeah, yeah, she did. I saw her. No, no, it doesn't matter. No one else saw her. Dude, she didn't say, you're literally lying. You're literally lying. And we should, just like going in, like, we used to do that stuff to provoke for what? What were we just talking about? Being defensive, right? And then that would cause or stir the other person yeah. to, like, what? Well, I think so many people... That aren't in the faith. Now, there are people that are in the faith that do it, but a lot of people that are not in the faith try to deconstruct the faith. They're just trying to tear it apart, pick it apart, yeah. just find anything wrong with it. And a lot of times when you look at deconstruction, like a lot of things are just completely out of context. Like they're just whack, bro. Like they're, I mean, it blows my mind. Like some things that people come up with, I'm like, oh, I see how that makes sense based off of your context, but your context is wrong. <laughs> it's from left, it's from, what they say, from right field or left field or yeah. whatever. It's like, where did Way you? out from left field <laughs> right. or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like, what the frick? How did you get there? Mm. Except from this. Um, right. And I think it's crazy to think that people don't realize how, like, I'm not trying to play victim at all here, but how under attack Christians are. Because you look at any other religion that people have, you don't see nearly anything 
at all. You're not allowed. Yeah. About about their their God being mocked or yeah. their this, that, or the other. And there's no coincidence there. It's because that ain't a real God. There's sorry about it. Yeah, there's but it's true. That's exactly that's exactly there's so only true. one yeah. real true God. And it's no coincidence that that Christianity, which is tied to that one true God, is the only religion that's attacked daily and try to get picked apart and, and censored and canceled and this, that, and the other. I just I mean you don't you don't hear about uh Hindu teachers, you know, going and Maybe they, it does happen, but you don't hear about it as big of a scandal if that happens where they go and, you know, steal money or, or have an affair or whatever, this or that, because I just don't think that they're being attacked spiritually. Like, they are because, obviously, they're teaching a false gospel, but, like, they're not being attacked because they're not a threat to the enemy because they're not preaching anything that's, like, true. And that may be some people's truth, but it's not the truth. Right. It all depends, like, wh- like I said, then again, like, where, like, the context, like, where are you coming from? Or, like, how is it being communicated? Like, I found out on our, it was on our Easter service. And, like, I took a world religions class. That does not mean I know everything about other religions. I don't. Like, I'm not, like, I'm telling you this at a PR. This is what I heard. And if I'm wrong, I will definitely... I will fact check it after this and I will come back and apologize. But like, I don't like, I doubt you're wrong, but I'll fact check you right now. I forget which one it's either. It's either. I forget which religion it is. I know it's either Buddhism or Muslim or something, but like one of their gods, if you will, was like 50 or 60 years old. He's marrying like six year olds, six, six year olds. Yeah. Like six, six, seven, eight, nine year olds, like very young. Like, I don't know which one it was. I don't know if it was, and it was just like who, like that, because that's what they did. Like they just like Hinduism. Was it? Yeah. Was it? Who was it? Hinduism. Um, uh, Devtas or Bhagban. I'll keep looking. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but it was just like the 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 people who they who they're supposed to serve, who they're supposed to get the knowledge of, were. Just plain and simple, not living it out. Like they weren't living out the word that they were giving. Like they didn't set the example by how they walked in life. And if you look at Jesus and how he set his example, and also the other ones, like all these other gods or people or the people high up who they're listening to, most of them came from rich families who were just passed down from generations to generations as well. Rich families, but you have Jesus who was born in the most humble way, who literally lived, breathed, and walked the word that he was preaching and set an example in the in, in the best way possible, literally the best way possible. And this is Eden. I mean, I got to get this information because my pastor at Berean back at my home church literally had like a sermon on it. And I was listening and I was like... Hindu and Muslim and Catholic. And I was like, what? All three of them allowed children child or do child marriage. Really? Yeah. I mean, it also I would say yeah. depends on where you're at in the world because Absolutely. it could be a, a, also culturally 
Like, I don't see many Catholics here that happening. Right. Or any. But you go, I don't know, Africa or, or Asia, and I'm sure you see it there. But Yeah. And, like, in, in the way it's, like, and in, in we when we talk about deconstructing, deconstructing isn't necessarily a bad thing because sometimes as Christians we need to ask questions. We need to ask questions. And that's what we're doing is, like, right now Ross and I are not, like, deconstructing interfaith but however we're taking from a different context of like okay well why should we believe this the same thing we do oftentimes with christianity is but we go back and we fact check it well i'm deconstructing every other faith absolutely (laughs) i ain't gonna hide it (laughs) right yes that is let me eat my goldfish that's me i'm not saying that's just me yeah but cam's not doing that though yeah cam's a lot more gracious I'm a lot more gracious because I I just I, I don't like again, like I'm not I want people like my knowledge I want to have knowledge and under understanding of where people are coming from always and that Ross could be because you know you you could have more more experience with conversations like this and more knowledge of conversations like this as well that's why I'm not jumping the gun oh yeah I've had a lot of conversations. yeah so like yeah so that that's understandable <laughs> that makes sense no I think. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, I think there is a fine line of a lot of people choose not to share their faith or even make their faith known or talk about Jesus because they're afraid of offending somebody or like getting fired just because just because they're a Christian, which is illegal. If they do that, but places still do it. They'll just find some other reason. But the real true reason is because they're Christian and somebody may have said that they feel unsafe. Like, no, you're just gaslighting. I just found out what gaslighting meant the other day. The problem (laughs) is I I will sometimes... Yeah, it's terrible, but I, I will, like, just, you know people, like, now that you found out what gaslighting is, you know a couple of people who get, like, you can gaslight and take the, the conversation or whatever way oh, yeah. out of, and, like, that's so funny, like, I fall victim to this, and, like, I have a couple of friends, or sometimes even, like, this, and, like, I'll, I'll use this example, it's, like, um, it's so funny, because I'll, um, it's, like, I'm with, uh, I teach second grade. And their big thing is one-upping each other. Mm-hmm. Like, they have to one-up each other on everything. Yeah. Like, it's like... So you gaslight oh second graders. Oh, my gosh. It till the, but it, the, the conversation is funny because then they're like... Cam is over here gaslighting second graders. To have a funny conversation to get a laugh. Listen, listen, listen. It's amusing. I, I have to use, use the example of what I was thinking about. So, we were coloring. And this girl just had a pack of just green crayons. Like, four or five different shades of green. Okay. And then the boy beside her has, like, a pack of 12 of all the colors. And they were debating which one is better. Like, the one with the green, many shades of green, or just the one with different colors, just one green. And then I was like, well, you guys' packs aren't even that big. I was like, because I've seen, like, 28 packs. And they're like, actually, I have the 42 pack at home. I just didn't bring it to school. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, you have the 42 pack. And then she's like, well, I have the 100 pack. And I'm like, okay. 
all right, like, yeah, I, I'm just seeing where this is going. I was like, well, Escalastic, I, I bought like a 300 pack once with the sharpener at the bottom. So like. Oh, I know exactly which one you're talking about. The one it, that spins. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's not three hundred. It's like forty. It's like, it doesn't go. Oh, and so they make it, a three hundred one though. I'm sure they do, but like I had it. Then it's like, then the kids like my mom collects crayons. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I have every crayon box. Every your crayon. mom does not collect <laughs> crayons, son. I'm like your mom, and this is the funny part. I'm like your mom, like the same one who works in the front office who checked me in today, and he's like. Uh, I was like, so if I went and asked her, she would say she collects crayons because it was so his mom works in the front office. Wow, you just humbled a second. <laughs> it's so no, but it was just like it's like it's literally just funny conversations like those, like because you're saying you just found out what gaslighting was. Like you have yeah. people, or like it's funny, like when you're with the second grader, just to see how far they could go with how catching themselves. Be like to really listen to what they're talking about. Yeah, gaslighting is actually kind of fun. Now that I figured out what it is, which apparently I did it already. When I was talking to ignorant people, but I didn't realize it what it was. I don't know. That's my lack of grace, though. Yeah, I think we all fall victim to that. I just like when people say some like stupid stuff. I just kind of mock them. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like, bad. Like, what? What? Like? I don't know, man. Uh. I've been watching some crazy videos like of just like some dumb stuff happening in schools. And I'm like, this is absolutely outrageous. Yes. But above all things, God is still good. The devil's still stupid. That is true. <laughs> he is king of kings and lord of lords. Pay attention then to these revelations. Go and go read Revelation and I got to go read it. I'll yeah. read it with y'all. Maybe we'll talk about Revelation here soon. Yeah, I gotta get, I gotta get more, I gotta get my feet a little more wet in Revelation. But like this, it's, hey. it's adding up, and it's not. It, they're not coincident. Like they're not. Yeah, it's not a coincidence. Hey, we got um, we got a shirt design set. We set do up. have a shirt design. I don't know how we're gonna show it to y'all. We could, but do we have a couple? Or we you settled on that design, right? The yeah, one that yeah. we said. Okay, Feed the sheep one. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, we we it, it'll be cool. Uh, hey, as always, in the description is we got we got our our Instagram handles there, mm -hmm. and maybe we'll just throw it up there. Yeah, we'll get, we'll say like maybe like a little like we don't want to order like a mass of them without like so maybe like if you guys are some pre orders. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not trying to go broke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just some pre orders and we what's think we're bigger than we are. Right. But. No facts. <laughs> but like I said, it's man, a cool shirt. It is. It is a super nice shirt. It's a super nice shirt. I'm excited for y'all to see it. We'll drop the design once we figure out how the money situation with pre-orders and how many to order and the mass we can. We'll, 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 as soon as we find out, guess who else will find out? Y'all. Y'all gonna find out. You guys will and find out. And it may be out. on the Kingdom Come website that Man. I'm making. Kingdom Come website awesome. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many things. Hey, listen, just be on the lookout for our social media pages and keep listening to podcasts. We got y'all. Yeah, we got you always. As always, be a fool for Christ's sake. Be a fool for Christ's sake. Thank you.